Welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Well, good morning, Apex Church, and thank you again for joining with us today. It's lovely to have you with us this morning, uh, and you are very much part of our church here in Peterhead, and uh, we welcome you as part of the family uh, of Apex and part of the family uh, of God today. Now, we're going to do something a wee bit different this morning. It gives us the great uh, pleasure as we uh, wind up our series on the, the greater Uh, to look at family and just how family can uh, lead to greatness and how family can encourage, how family can support, how family uh, can really help people along the journey. So we just want to unpack some of that. Unfortunately, we don't have time to unpack it all, uh, but we just wanted to share some of the points that, or some of the thoughts that were in our hearts uh, today uh, with you about family. So, Jen, you've probably, uh, I've spoken too much already, so it's time to introduce you. Um, What does family mean to you? I mean, family is so very special. And as we've seen and we're going to see in church this morning, babies that have been dedicated to God. And I think it's um, so special to see families choosing to come to church and then choosing when they have their own children to say, we're dedicating this child to God. We are committing to raising this child in church. We are believing that this child is going to, be, is going to know Jesus as their own personal saviour. And that is something that we should never take for granted because within our families we find around the table um, we have good times it is a time for coming together Um, whether that is traveling somewhere to spend time together whether it's around the supper table at night um, family is important family is usually our first go-to when something is wrong or equally when there is good news to share it's family who we would turn to first family are there to support family is there to correct um, and it's family is something that is special it needs to be nurtured and when you've got God in the center of it great things can happen yeah. and yeah. Stephen we've been speaking this week as we've been preparing for this and obviously we are married we have three children um, what did it feel like for you becoming a new dad for the first time what did that feel and look like for you well, I remember, as, as Jennifer said, Ken, we, we were uh, we were young when we were married, and um, Chloe, our, our, our oldest, she was born when. Uh, oh, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I was <laughs> I was rel- relatively young. Um, but I remember at the time I was a young man, the same as uh, most young men. Um, at the time I had my car. I knew how to look after my car. It came with its polishing kit. It came with its washing kit. It came with a servicing kit. And everything you needed to know 
about that car was there and we knew how to look after it. But, you know, I'll never forget the day that uh, when Chloe was born, uh, standing in that, that room uh, in the labour ward and being handed this little bundle of joy. Um, and if one of the first thoughts that came to mind was, wow, Ken, we've got a baby. <laughs> and then the next thought was, what happens next? How do we look after her? And what do we do next? Because it was all so new to us. We had made all the preparation, or we thought we'd made all the preparations that needed to be made. But even kind of found Chloe was born, we were still in that place of, wow, we're just going to have to almost make this up as it goes. We did not wing it. We, did we definitely wing it, no. didn't wing it. <laughs> but we did ask. We asked for advice. Uh, we got advice. We received that, whether we liked it or not. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, family pulled together in that moment, and it was wonderful for us, Ken, as a new family. Uh, we were getting all the help from families round about us who were sharing of their experiences. Because family can be something different to different people, yeah, and different people's experience of family is different to others, and that's okay. Uh, that's, right. and that's what family is. It, it, it is what we, what we know, yeah. and it is what we uh, get used to. Definitely. And I mean, for me, I had always, always wanted to be a mum and I always wanted a little girl so I could have that mother-daughter relationship that the way I w would like it to be, the way I would like it to look like. And I remember being handed Chloe and just that moment of why would God entrust me to raise a daughter? Even though it's something that I yearned and longed for, why would he entrust me to look after this little girl, um, to nurture her, to help her grow, to help her um, find Jesus? It, it just felt like an awesome weight, but yet such a special privilege. And something, not only did I get that little girl once, we got another little girl. And I remember just thinking, Lord, you've given me so much, but I'm going to need your help to do it. And, and I certainly feel that that's the case because when we've got God at the center of family, it's where we can see great things happening. And yeah, it's just been an amazing journey for us as parents. And then we added James in later on, and he has been a huge blessing to us as well. And we're thankful um, for that that family we have. And Stephen, when we've been speaking about us, we know that God designed family. Um, and then we were speaking about the qualities that yeah. can be brought yeah. in. And, and we talked about the fruit of the Spirit, didn't we? Yeah. I think it's so true, Jen. Can God design family? Can it's we can look all the way through the Bible and you see so many characters in there who yeah, there's Abraham spoke about family, can there's Moses spoke about family, yeah. uh, and right up to Jesus himself uh, spoke about family. Uh, and family's there, that's what we were designed. And there was a couple of quotes that I saw, can it, families need people. Uh, and people need family, right? Uh, and all of those need God. And it's so true that, as Jennifer's already said, to have God at that s in the center, can that sense of awe, can that, that real uh, fear, and it's not a fear as in being terrified, but a fear that, uh, of God and yeah. knowing who he is and keeping God at the center. It's so true and so important right. for us in our family lives as well as in our church family lives. But, you know, one of the things Jennifer spoken about just now is uh, thinking about qualities and thinking about things that we can uh, share in our families that help 
family life. And one of the things that we spoke about was the, a passage that is uh, sometimes well-known and well-spoken about in church, and that is it speaks about the fruits of the Spirit, and we find that in Galatians chapter 5. And when it speaks about the fruits of the Spirit, uh, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, uh, faithfulness, and self-control. Uh, and all of these things are... Uh, fruits of the Spirit that dwells yep. within us. That when change. we become Christians, we receive the Holy Spirit and He starts to make changes. And fruit is something that is produced. It's something that, that comes out. And you know, it's something that I've often thought, and as we were preparing for this uh, today, uh, and we spoke about, can, in our family lives, if we were to challenge ourselves and challenge ourselves yeah. individually and then challenge ourselves as a family of how much of the fruits of the Spirit are we seeing in our family life? And how much or how, what changes would take place if we were to allow those fruits to come across a lot more? Right. Now, gents, I must say right now, this is not your excuse to quote that passage to your wife when she's given you into trouble and say that the fruit of the Spirit, yeah. one of them is patience, okay, <laughs> because you will land in trouble. This is a voice of experience of that. Uh, but no, how much and how different would it be if we allowed those fruits to be displayed a lot more in our family lives? We speak about it in church, and it's right. completely right and completely appropriate to do that. But what about in our own lives, yeah. in home, and yeah. in our home families? Uh, yeah. behind those closed doors when we're sharing uh, that time with our family members. That's right. And in, in family life, it can be really busy. I get that the babies and toddlers school stage is really, really so busy. But your little ones are getting the first experience of love, yeah. of joy, of yeah. peace, of patience and, and self-control. They are seeing and watching everything that you do. And it's so important as a mum and dad that you take the time aside to to read our word, to yeah. to apply them to our life, to ask God for help. I am struggling today with patience. I need you to come through and help me. Um, and that's okay to do that. It's also what we found is, and it's a hard thing to do, is let your kids have a sleepover at grandma's. It's one of the best things. Grandma's only got them when they're sleeping, essentially. So you're not missing out anything. <laughs> and you're getting to spend quality time where you can speak about yeah. things, yeah. you can pray about yeah. the things that's on your heart. Because some Sometimes family life is passing ships in the yeah, night yeah. and it's so important to take that time so that these fruits can be nurtured within yourselves and then you're getting the overflow into your kids yeah, yeah. and then when your kids are coming to church the qualities of the, the people and our, our leaders and here, they're going to see similar. Yeah. They're going to see similar display. They're going to hear words spoken that they're hearing at home. And I think that is so vital because it does start at home. And we we'll read about the, the gifts to the church in Ephesians 4. Um, so Christ himself gave the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And this is so important, church. This is so important that we are, are training, are leading, are... Um, 
inputting into our Sunday school, into our youth, into our conversations, through the worship team, through every department at church. So important that people see these qualities, they see the heart of the people, that we are a family church, but that God is at the heart of it. He is at the helm and that we lean on him for our direction. I think it's so, it's so true there, Jen. It's, it's speaking about the gifts that were given to the church. And that's what, again, yeah. that's what the Bible passage that Jen has just, uh, just read. You know, when we speak about family, can it, it's easy to look at family about being mums, dads, wives, husbands, can children. But when we think about church family, that extends a, 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 an, an awful lot. A much okay. bigger picture. It's a much bigger, as you say, yeah. Jen, it's much bigger. And it's so right for us to look at that and think about those gifts. You know, when we were reading that earlier, kind of, it's the thought crossed both our minds that uh, Jennifer is part of Apex Church family. So if some of those gifts are given to me, it's, it's, I've got to share them not only in Apex Church, but when I go home, Jennifer is also part of that family. So it's right that I speak those words of encouragement over Jennifer. Right. It's right that we speak those words and, and really build up and prophesy uh, in those moments and share in those moments. So hey, it's something that can be encouraged as well. And it, uh, some would be fantastic. Yeah. If, uh, it's not something that should only be happening in these the four walls of this and building. Right. But when we think about the church family, it is so much bigger. Let's push in, let's eagerly desire those gifts, and let's eagerly desire the Spirit to move uh, in each of our lives. Because when He moves, those gifts will come, and when those gifts will come, uh, and when the Spirit moves, the fruits of the Spirit are evident to all as well. So it's important for us uh, to, to see that yeah. and to recognize that. That's definitely right. And remember also our other reflection that we had this week when we was preparing. We're 30 years married this year, yes. I was a very young bride. <laughs> but would remember when we were married 25 years? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people, oh, what are you doing? How are you celebrating? And yes, we had a fantastic family holiday. But I was also very aware that being married for 25 years, the children are very much part of the family and in, in, in what the family unit is. So I got three cards. And I wrote 25 affirmations into these cards, encouraging words, affirmations, texts, all different for each child because each one is unique. And we gave them out and they were really touched, really appreciative of them. And then do you remember your birthday after that? Yeah, and yeah. this is, parent, this is when you see that, that they're soaking in what, what you're saying. James had been 10 at the time and J Stephen's next birthday in the September, he wrapped up the card that we'd given him and he wrote it on, on the front, I'm giving these affirmations back to you, Dad. Because he wanted to speak out words yeah. over his dad yeah. because he had first heard them and been encouraged. And that was just like, whoa, they actually are listening to us, yeah. Ken. Yeah. And that was really encouraging. So please, please, it, never think that a word you speak over your child will be return void. Yeah, and so true, can families grow? You know, we've had the, uh, the blessing of seeing both of our girls married, and uh, we don't look at the, uh, our son-in-laws as son-in-laws. We see them as very much part of the family. 
We've invited them in and made them feel uh, welcome, or I hope they feel <laughs> welcome uh, into the family. But you know, as our home family, as our church family, families grow. Yeah. And it's so important for us as well to recognize that when our families grow, not just at home, but our church family as well, that yeah. we are looking for those new people who are coming in. Because, hey, if we think about family life, somebody new to a family comes in as a child. Trait. Yeah, Absolutely. And then when they come in as a child, you'll see that a child grows. And as that child grows, there are all these qualities and that yeah. character starts to build uh, and all of this. Uh, they come off the milk and they start to eat the solid foods uh, and everything as well. We think about Jesus uh, himself. In a passage you find in Luke, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature with men and with God. Right. And that was uh, at a young age that we, re we read that passage there. It's something that is very real. It's something that is very real in family life. Yeah. That when a child comes, eh, we've got to encourage that child. We have to allow them that time to grow. We have to allow that child to grow and to come and find their own path. Right? That's Sometimes right. that's not always easy to watch. But we've got to try and encourage them. And hey, we've got to pray it through. Eh, and right. leave. Sometimes yeah. we just have to leave it with God yeah. eh, for him to do his work with us. That's right. And we've loved being able to unpack this just a little bit this morning. I feel this is a topic we could probably do a, a series on as well, just on its own, on family and having God at the centre of it. And we hope this morning that God has spoken to you. He's spoken to your heart. He's maybe encouraged you to reach out maybe to somebody in your family and just remind them how loved they are and it's just been a, a special morning together, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, it's been great. It's been incredible just to think, uh, for us to take time to reflect. Yeah. And here we have a, a lot to be thankful for, as we've already said. But, you know, it's something just as, as we start to, to wind up our time uh, with you this morning. And we've spoken about this thing about greatness. And we hope that those words that we've shared with you will help you yeah. uh, and help your families in that journey. But we've spoken about being part of the church family. And you know, to do that, you've got to make a commitment. Right. You know, to, uh, to do that, you've got to come to that point where you say, yes, Lord, I want you to be part of uh, my life. And you know, when that happens, I've already spoken about it. When you invite Jesus into your, your heart, into your life, things begin to change. Yeah. And you become part of a bigger thing. You become part of the family of God, the yeah. church of God. You know, there's one of the passages that uh, I often read and I often uh, look at it, and every time you just think, wow, it's just incredible words. And it just reads this. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of hu human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. Friends, you may be watching this this morning and thinking, I want what they've been speaking about. This morning, you can invite Jesus into your life. You can experience exactly what this passage is speaking about. You can become born of God, because that's what happened. That's that transformation that begins to happen when you invite Jesus yeah. into your heart and into your life. And then, as there, you're a child of God. Now, ch children need to grow. 
you go into a journey. You can you can be part of our Alpha group. You can plug into church life. You can get part of uh, life groups or just get uh, where people can come alongside you and can encourage you, can answer some of the questions that you have. But it all starts with that decision. And it's a life-changing, it's a life-transforming decision. It's a decision that you will never, ever regret. So I just wanted to give the opportunity just now. If that is you, and you want to take that step uh, today, and you want to say, okay, I want to be part of that family. I want to be part of the family of God. Just to say a simple prayer. And I would just ask you to join with me just now and just repeat the words um, where we just say, Dear Lord Jesus, we ask you to come into our lives today. We're sorry, Lord, for the wrong things that we have done. We're sorry, Lord, for the sin that has been in our lives. And we ask that you would forgive us. And Lord, we ask that you would come into our lives. Give us life afresh. Give us life anew. Give us the life that you have got in store for each one of us. For we ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, if you have prayed that prayer this morning, hey, praise God, because today you are also part of the family of God. And hey, we look forward to hopefully meeting you soon in church, and we would love to hear from you. So please get in touch with us, because we would love to get alongside and encourage you in that journey as well. Thank you.